We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, welcome to another episode of Off the Carousel. I'm Jeff Goodman. And I'm here with another uh, Arizona alum, Damon Stoudemire. Damon, congrats. Georgia Tech head coach. Um, It's been a weird path for you, all right? Like what people don't understand, and and you know me, I've I've made no secret of the fact that, all right, as you try to get your, your, I know you're not the greatest with technology here. Oh, yeah, I'm begging. All right, it's all right. So, I've been hard on most former NBA guys. You know that. I have. Yep. You and yep. I talked about this for at length a couple of years ago. Um, yep. Because a lot of you guys come in and you don't know how to work. Not how to – like, you know how to work, but you don't know how to work. You don't know – you don't want to be on the phone at 8, 9, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night for two, three hours talking to 16-year-old recruits, right? People don't know when you got in – when you finished playing, I mean, your first job was at Rice University, basically, yeah. right, making no money. Like, you you just were in at the lowest level of helping out, not an assistant coach, nothing. You grinded it out there. You did yeah. Arizona, I think, two stints, one with Passner at Memphis. Like, you paid your dues, unlike a lot of other former NBA guys. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I have. You know, and I, I'll say this, I think, like, I do think college is a different beast than the pros, uh, obviously. Um, I think for me, you know, when I look at it, you know, my my path and the way I did it, um, it was it was a little, it was, a, I think it was easier for me. And when I look at, and when I say easier for me to do it, it was because, being a short basketball player, I never was given anything. So I didn't, so there was, there, there was like three to four things that I, that I seen was going to happen when I first tried to get into the game, because what people don't understand is, is that this is, these are all true stories. You know, I, I, uh, before I, before I retired, I went to an AAU event and I talked to all the guys that recruited me. And what's crazy is they were still out there coaching. <laughs> so, um, and then I was I was even naive enough to think that you could just call 
a college coach, which I did. I called Rick Bettino on the phone. Well, I called I called David and Dana Pump, and I called Mark Jackson. And I know how he feels about those guys. And I, and and when when Walter McCarty left uh, Louisville to go to uh, go with Frank Vogel to Indiana, I had them call and I talked to Rick Bettino on the phone. It was, it was an it was it was really a great conversation though. At the, at the end of the conversation. He actually was like, man, you're going to be all right in this business. He's like, because, you know, he it, it don't got to go into the interview, but he was like, you know, Rick, Rick is Rick. You know yeah. what I mean? And that was really the one and only conversation I really had with him. But um, I knew wasn't anything going to be given to me. But what I but what I took from everything that I did was that there was wasn't going to be any sweat equity for being a ball player. And so what I tried to do is I tried to flip it. Um, so I tried to start it. I started at the ground up and I wanted to really learn the business because I wanted to see if it was something that I wanted to do. And so learning the business from the ground up, Ben Brown was a great mentor for me. And he allowed me to do that. He allowed me to uh, come in when I wanted to. Right. <laughs> and so, and yeah. so, you know, obviously I wasn't getting paid, but it wasn't about that, but it went from, it went from I would go to practice. Then it went from, well, Ben, can I come to your office and just kind of see what you do on the day-to-day? Then it went to can I sit in a recruiting meeting? Um, then then it then it went to, you know, can I can I go on a road trip? And he was like, We can't pay for that. Don't worry about that. I'll pay for the road trip. Yeah, so yeah. um, and then, you know, that that's kind of how it started. And, you know, Chris Del Conte was the athletic director at actually Rice at that time. So it was his first. It was his first uh, first wow. AD job, and so him being at Arizona, that's he he he's kind of the one that told me to go down there uh, and holler at Ben. And so then I went from there, and then I went to uh, I went back to the pros, and I was coaching in the pros, and then I was there for a couple of years, and then that's when I went to Memphis. Then for a couple of years, went to Arizona, and then event you know eventually getting to Pacific. But I just seen it from the from the bottom up and I knew I said let me I, I, I said what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try ultimately and I'll, and, and I'll say this now because I did not I promise you I did not I didn't tell anybody this but I've been telling this story a little bit to people that are close to me the only thing that I told myself was that by the time I was 50 years old I wanted to put myself in position to be able to to be an NBA head coach or a high major college coach. And that was the only, that was pretty much the only prerequisite I had on. I didn't, I didn't know where, cause you know, you don't know where you don't know how you don't know when your time's going to come, but that was pretty much like my path. And, and I was all right with the trajectory of my career and the way it went, I was all right because I learned every step of the way. Yeah. I mean, listen again, you, you know me, I watched you in college, and you're fun to watch, man. I'll still say the backcourt, you and Khalid Reeves, man, like people don't – I mean, again, you know, those young kids, they don't yeah. remember that. But go back, watch yeah. some of those YouTube clips because yeah. you guys you guys could score with the best of them. I mean, talk yeah. about two prolific scores. And just, again, what you did always – from when you were young, being kind of written off because of your size, yep. Yep. right? Like it, yep. it, that chip, that yep. chip has never left you, has it? 
No, nah, no, nah, it hasn't. Um, it you know it, it it drives me a lot. Um, I think like for me, you know, and don't get me wrong, I think that I have been blessed, but I think there's a misconception with with being blessed. I think that I put in a lot of work, you know, even as a player, um, and then even as a even as a coach to get to to get to the point that I'm that I'm at today and. Sometimes you, you know, and, and then you, you sometimes you got to do things a little bit different. Sometimes you got to take a step back, take a step forward. And that's what I did by going to Boston. And, you know, I mean that, you know, that my, my path is unorthodox, so to speak, but I think that it's helped me in so many ways because I've seen both sides of it um, as a player, really good collegiate, good pro. Then I was able to, really uh see it from from the coaching side both in college you know and the pros and you know man I I've, I've been fortunate I've been with some really good players as well you know recruited some really good players and you know I, so I I understand um you know I understand what it takes you know I mean I do there's, there's ingredients there that you know that I have that you know you 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 take from you take a little from each guy that you've been with and you know, you kind of you kind of stir it up, and you try to you you try to you know find out you know who are you gonna be as a coach. So, you're at Pacific. You have success. It's you know yeah. one of the toughest jobs in the league. We know that. Um, Arizona job opens up. Yeah, you're in the mix. You don't get it. I mean, it was wired for Tommy Lloyd. We know that now. It was wired. Um, how difficult was that for you? Because again, being a, a an Arizona great, all the former players wanted you to get it. You didn't. And how much did that impact your decision then to to go to the Celtics and and join Ime Adoka, who you were pretty close with um, from your days in in, in Portland uh, as an assistant? Um, I, I didn't. I I didn't know. Uh... Well, first of all, I was, you know, I I was on, you know, I guess I would say, like, if I had to go through that process again, I, I just, you know, I, and, and, and I can say this, I can say this now because I really have a good job, right? But I can say this now, but it's almost like if you're not going to give me the job and it's going and you and I got to go through the process, like, I just don't really want to go through that, yeah. Because what you do, because what you do is, is that it's not really about me now. You know, I didn't get the job, but it's almost like I'm calming people down around more than me myself. Because everybody's pissed off. All yeah. your, all, all the yeah. former players initially right. were, were were not happy, right? And and you know, my whole thing is that you know, it, it's it's a kind of it is what it is and you gotta you gotta continue to move on and that's that's kind of what I learned and you know for me it was you know I I got I got through it and the, the biggest lesson that I learned about going through that situation and then you know a couple other things as I was sitting there because you know it's still kind of COVIDish at that time so you're still spending a lot of time to yourself and yeah. What I what I actually learned at that time is is that you know what I said you know uh, Kyle Smith went to Washington State um, 
I was like, if I can't get out of Pacific coming in, you know, this 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 is going to be about as good as it gets. You know, I don't feel like I, you know, I, and listen, I, I don't, I want to win league, but Gonzaga's Gonzaga. They get players, <laughs> and, you know, right. they were getting players that didn't know you're talking about. It's just totally different. I was like, I don't really know. I don't really know where I go from here. That was the first time in my in my coaching career where I was kind of questioning where do I go from here, yeah. you know, because what what I had been told is is that nah, and and I do believe in this. It was it, the job wasn't meant for me. Um, I do believe that, um, but I also felt like man, I don't know if I can ever get out of here. Like, you know, what what where where do I go from here? And so then, you know. Uh, you know, I'm just kind of, you know, I'm trying to figure, you know, honestly, I'm trying to figure out my, my next move. I'm I'm intentional about what I do. So I'm trying to trying to figure it out. I'm trying to forward think. I'm trying to think what it look what lies out there. And uh man, I just started getting calls from the NBA. And it was out of left field. That's really what happened. And you then know, he may get, right, yeah. he may get the Celtics job. And yeah. and again, you've yeah. known him forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I get, I get, I get three, I think I get three calls from the NBA, and Emay was the first call, and I was down the line with him, you know, before, um, you know, before the other, the other situations really kind of evolved, and you know, obviously I've known him for years. Uh, we we grew up in the same town. Um, you know, he said really he was like good, a like a little brother to yeah, you in a way, yep, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah, really, really, really good friend of mine. I said, well, you know what? I said, you're going to a really good organization. Um, you're going to a team that got two young stars. Um, you know, it seems to be a lot of question marks. And if we can we can flip this thing and make it look good, you know, that's not a bad, that's not a bad look. And, you know, that situation popped and came along at the right time. And, you know, it was uh it it turned out to be really really good, but it was I'm telling you it was it was a time there where I was thinking like man I was like ooh you know this coaching I was like it just because I, I just didn't know I you know you don't yep. you don't know man this this is a weird business it's it's a weird business I tell people this you know people you know in in talking about even where I'm at right now today I'm talking about well, man I can tell you jobs I didn't get. Our partner for today's episode is Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 during the college basketball season, and I loved the impact that it had on my energy levels. I'm a big coffee-in-the-morning guy, but by the time that the afternoon would hit, I needed another boost. AG1 helped me tremendously, especially on those days when I didn't want to get up off the couch and go hit the gym. Their tagline is, AG1 is comprehensive health and the power of habit in one, and man, that could not be more true it's nearly impossible to eat and drink in a healthy manner in the month of february and the month of march when you are in my business and ag1 was exactly the supplement that i needed to improve my gut health and cover my nutritional basis for the day i've continued that into april i've continued that into may and i'm going to continue that the rest of the summer all i have to do is mix a scoop of ag1 with some water or maybe add it into a smoothie and i'm ready to go do it after lunch and you'll be ready to go for the rest of the day if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine then athletic greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin d 
and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com backslash field68. That's field68, F-I-E-L-D, the number six, the number eight, and you can get yours now. So check it out and help support this show. Thanks. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, I can sit up here and tell you the jobs I didn't get. And you, you would be like, well, damn, you didn't get that job, but you got this job. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it happens. Doesn't sometimes. make sense sometimes, right? Yeah, it doesn't it does, make sense. Yeah. Right, right. So, but no, it, but the, but go so ahead. You go to Boston, you go to Boston, damn it. And you guys do, you flip this thing. When I think a lot of people forget when you took over what it looked like. This Celtics team was unwatchable. In a lot of ways. Trust me, I know. I was watching them. You flip the thing completely uh, to whereas, again, they're, they're not just watchable. You know, you get within basically a game of winning the whole thing. Um, then the whole thing happens with Ime. I didn't, it's funny. When we when we started doing this, this wasn't supposed to be like a, you know, a deep dive into David Stoudemire and all your, your, your decision-making. But I think it's important people understand kind of the arc of, of your coaching career, especially. So you're there in Boston and everything happens with Ime. And I remember I was, where was I? I was on campus somewhere doing something and, and everything broke. And you see quickly everything happened where Joe Missoula, 34-year-old Joe Missoula was going to be the guy coming from the second row. And I think I put out a tweet and I've known Joe forever, liked Joe a lot, but I was shocked. I was shocked because I felt like it was a, it was a layup for you, for Brad Stevens to give you the job. Again, this is one where I, I say it, you don't have to say it, but I feel like how close you were with Ime hurt you here in, in, a, in a major way. That maybe if you weren't that close with Ime, you would have been the next head coach. I mean, here you are with almost 15 years of NBA experience. The players liked you. You had honestly done an incredible job with Marcus Smart, a guy that a lot of people were like, he's never going to be a point guard. And you turned him into the best version of himself that I think he could be. And then you don't get the job. How do you remember how hard that was for you to take that day from, from Brad Stevens when he told you? Uh, you know, uh, again, it was probably one of those things, Jeff, where it's like, it was everybody around me because it was like you got one choice at that moment, right? 
so the choice that I had, I, I had to make a choice. And so I made, so you got two options, right? You know, you walk out the door and you get pissed and you get shitty and, you know, you just do the, you, you know, you do it that way, which that's never been my character. That That's not who I am. Or, or you, you try, you, you, you do your damn just to make sure that Joe succeeded. So when we, so we, we, uh, you know, obviously it's a lot going on. Don't, you know, and so me and, you know, me and, you know, we, we all get together and, you know, Joe wants to talk to each, you know, everybody. And then he says, you know, Dame, I want to talk to you first. And so, you know, me and Joe are talking, he's about to talk and I stopped him. I stopped him and I said, man, you know what? You didn't make that decision. I said, you don't owe me nothing. I said, Joe, we, 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 we were number one. I don't think people noticed. We grew close the year, you know, the year prior, you know, just talking about a whole lot of different things we did. And so I said, man, this is the one thing you don't got to worry about me. I'm here for you. I'm here to support you. I'm here to make you look as good as possible because you remember everything I used to say last year. When 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 we win, everybody win. Everybody win. And I said the the things have changed. Now you running it. And so, you know, excuse my language. I'm gonna make sure all these motherfuckers do the right thing. You know what I mean? So it's my job to whip everybody in shape and you're gonna be all right, man. We're gonna run it and we we're gonna do the things that we needed to do. And and the reason I was like and the reason I took that approach was not because was not because of anything more than I knew. Like I knew how much at that time everybody needed me to be upbeat because of how me and Emay were. And so I knew all eyes was going to be on me, but I felt like they were going to be on me for a lot of different reasons and maybe not for the reasons that most people thought. You know, let me see how Damon reacts. He didn't get the job. Da, da, da. But my thing was, was I was like, no, man. It's time to show people why he brought us in here. And we got to make sure that we on point, everybody. Because if we not on point, E-May walks out the door. E-May's gone. Will was gone. Will was in Utah. Yep. So, man, we got a lot of we got a lot of shoes to fill, yeah. you know. And, and this is going to take a collective effort. And I knew that me, regardless of whether I was the head coach or not, it was going to set a tone for everything that went on. And I I wanted to make sure that Joe, the organization, knew that I was 100% still on board with what was going on. And I knew that this was going to be, for me, in a lot of ways, going to be career-defining as a coach. And a lot because of you could have right if, if you're bitching, yeah. moaning, complaining, yeah. and you go, that yeah. might be it for you. Yeah, yeah, and and I, and I understood that, and you know, I think that. So for me, it was like I wore that with a badge of honor, and my whole thing was the whole time, you know, Joe, we got, you know, we gonna get this thing right, like the like, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever we need to do. To get this thing right, man. I don't give a shit if we here all night or whatever that looks like, but we're gonna get this right. And so that was more important to me than anything at that time. Yet and still, 
being a really good friend to Ime during that tough time. And you which know, is hard, right? Yeah, That's hard because yeah. you can't defend them publicly. No, 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 you you can and and you know you you can't win those battles nonetheless. And and so you know you're you know my whole thing was just trying to make sure that he was straight, you know, uh making sure the players is gonna be as cool as they can be, you know, for, for what was going on at the moment. And then to make sure the the, the other guys that that were on the staff were all, were all right. You know what I mean? Because it was just a whole lot of dynamics, man. You know, it was a whole lot of dynamics going on during that time. And, you know, I just felt like I felt like I had to be a glue for a lot of people. And I felt like that was the time for me to step up and really, you know, really try to try to band band everybody together so we can make it about basketball again. You know, because for a period of time there, it wasn't about basketball. It was about everybody trying to trying to understand what was going on, trying to heal from the situation. And it was just played out on such a public stage, man. I mean, nobody can prepare for that. And so I think that, you know, we were all kind of kind of wondering. But at the same time, too, it's just like, all right, now, come on. But we still, you know, we got Philly opening night. Look, the season, right. the season still no time. About two yeah, weeks no away. time to kind of. You know like you know, people are gonna be people are gonna be watching. They're, listen, they're not. The expectations aren't going to change nope. because of the circumstances, and so that's what I understood. So you go through the year, and and I think the way you handled yourself helped you, and and I think it helped you with getting the Georgia Tech job. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. But I was told Brad Stevens made a call over there on your behalf, probably one of many, but certainly Brad, we we know what Brad's name means in the college game. We know what it means. I mean, he, he's accomplished something that I still say is maybe one of the top five accomplishments ever, which is taking Butler to back-to-back national title games. Like insane, yeah. right? So, like, Brad's name goes so deep in the college game. And, I, again, I think he called on your behalf, and, and that was uh, incredibly important to help you get the head job at, at Georgia Tech. Am I, am I crazy here? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, you know, they had some conversations. I know they probably, you know, within the within – the, uh, you know, within the uh the the background checks and all you know, all the different things and sure. But to try to, you know, to see, you know, what type of, you know, what type of guy and who and who I and who I was, um, and what I stood for, you know, the different qualities that that he felt that, that I would bring to this to to tech. And um, you know, man, I let me say this, I just I just tried my I tried my best, you know, during not not only during that during that time, but even during the first year, I just tried to interject myself, and I kind of, I I I became vulnerable in Boston from a coaching standpoint to try to get better, and so that meant picking people's brains. That meant, you know, not, you know, understanding, you know, that that you don't got to be the smartest person in the room, but you can learn. You can learn from older people. You can learn from younger people. It's just about getting better, you know, and so. 
for me, I think that that's what they got from me. That that's what they took from me in Boston, and I think that in return, I think that they 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 found out, you know, who I was as a person, you know, because when I first, you know, when I first got there, you know, I think that, um, you know, nobody obviously knew, you know, I didn't know anybody in the building, right. just like. You know, they didn't know me. So I just think we all got a chance to grow with one another. And then that first year, we all went through a lot of stuff. We didn't, we weren't winning. You know, that was the that was the big thing. We weren't winning. And people forget that part. We we had to we had to flip it and we turned it around. And, you know, getting a chance to know Brad, getting a chance to know, you know, the ownership group, you know, um, you know, and everybody with with within the organization. I think that that just boded well for me. You know, I think that it, I think that it helped me. Um, I think that, um, you know, I, I say I say it a lot, you know, and if, you know, six months or six, seven months earlier before I got the job at Boston, well, not even that far, maybe three months, you know, you're not knowing after you're not getting Arizona and the different things that are happening, like some things don't happen for it to be something better to happen in return. Like, you know, it just – you know, and I and I really mean that. And it's like, you know, I think that's why I was meant to go to Boston. I was meant to go to Boston to learn some more. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the that's what the situation brought for me, you know, because. You don't really get a chance to sit in the room again. You know, I could be wrong, but I don't know in the last 20 years how many staffs had you know, three guys essentially, and then four who was let go, the fourth guy. So you essentially had four guys get hired in like an 18 in an 18 month period. Right. Right. Like all I'm saying, you flipped it and you flip what people forget is When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Because you held those guys accountable to some degree, right? The the Tatums, the Jalen, whatever, that whole group, you, you kind of flipped them. And I, I I think that's something that you and he may deserve a lot of credit for, not just you guys, but certainly you guys uh, being, being two of them. Um, And people forget that people just look at the Celtics team and they think like, it was like this for forever. What was it? It wasn't. Um, all right, let's move forward to Georgia Tech a little bit and why this job fits you. I, I know one reason why you, people don't realize you you have a connection to Atlanta. Yeah. First yeah. tell people that connection, I've known it for years, 
And you're, you've spent a lot of time in Atlanta over the years. It, yeah, I have. You know, my sons live here. So uh, um, that that was that was big for me, you know. So I've been coming to Atlanta, like you said. I've been coming to Atlanta for years. Um, I lived out here in the offseason in the early 2000s. Um, but my sons have been here. You know, forever, and they're twenty three and twenty now. My youngest son, he actually goes to he goes to Barry, oh, nice. you know, Division three school. So yeah. he plays ball, and you know that was one thing. But I, I think, like, you know, I I had gotten calls on on other college jobs. Um, but I almost had in, to hear it in Boston. We almost had to hear it in Boston at BC a couple <laughs> years ago, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. But between, um, you know, Tech, you know, uh, Atlanta, and then the ACC, I just felt like – I felt like that combination was 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 something that, you know, I – you know, what 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 better job could I – what better job could I get, you know? And the one thing about it is, be, you know, before I walked out the door, I even had the conversation – you know, you know, me and Brad Ty asked him what he thought. You know, he's like, I mean, n- none of this is promised, man. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, you can't, you know, when you get something that makes sense for you, you know, you got to take it. Like, there's some other people that, that reached out and I didn't think it made sense. And that's when you say, like, Usually when you're not looking for a job, that's when something beautiful falls in your lap. You know, something that makes something that makes sense because I can tell you I never in my wildest dreams what I had thought I'd be here. Like right now day, I thought I was be getting ready for game five right now. Like, uh, ready uh, for- I, that's where I'm headed. That's the only reason I'm looking, <laughs> you know, a little better than more dressed up than you at least. But you're right. Like you thought I mean, probably when you went to the NBA, you probably thought, hey, you know what? Either I'm going to be a career NBA assistant, maybe I get lucky and get an NBA head coaching job, but I'm probably never going back to college once you left Pacific, right? No, I didn't. I I thought like, I thought I would be a head coach in the NBA. I I, I figured that. I This is what I really thought. I figured like we would, you know, if you everything goes right, we'll have a good run. We'll have a good run or two, string together two to three good years. But I, I ultimately has said after this year, like that's when I really wanted to like boom. Let me let me let me see let me see if I can get me one. Yeah. I wanted I wanted to I wanted to in my mind I had this year, stetched in stone to stay. You know before I even started look I didn't even, I wasn't even I wasn't even seriously entertaining anything and then what happened is is that you know when when joe had to sit out them two games i got the itch i'm not gonna lie to you that's what happened (laughs) that's 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 the only thing that happened like i was all right but then you know anybody anybody will tell you like when you when you sitting up there and you go from you go from sitting there you know coat but then when you actually standing up there and then it probably really hit me when we played the Clippers, and I'm like, "Damn, Kawhi, <laughs> Paul, JT." Like I'm like, "Yeah, man, I got that this. itch again." Yeah, yeah, I missed it, and I actually, and I had, I had, I had actually told a couple of the assistant coaches not loud because I didn't, I didn't want, you know, I mean, I just, but I was just like, "Damn, man, that 
you know, it's that I felt, I felt, I felt, I felt, I felt more energy. I felt, I felt, you know, things were, you yeah. know, kind of, you know, just like, damn, you know, I'm, I'm, I got that itch again. You know, I started, I started, I started, you know, and not more than anything because I had really even got away from the college game. I just, I had, I had dove into to the pro game because it had changed so much since the last time I was there. I started watching a little bit more college, but again, nothing more than just watching college. You know what I mean? You know, yep. with no, with no, with oh. no arterial, yeah, with no thought about oh, I'm going back or, or this, that, and third. You know, so I, I did. I, 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 you're right. You know, the only thing I would say is I wasn't going to be no damn career assistant. Now I wasn't. Gonna be <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, last question: yep. What can Georgia Tech fans expect? from the way you're going to play and how you're going to try to take this to a, another level. Obviously, Josh had some success a couple of years ago. Right. Um, you know Josh about as well as anybody, right? I mean, that's the one thing. Like, you know, it's kind of interesting how how you followed a, an Arizona guy. Uh, you know, but it, it Georgia Tech hasn't been – you know, I mean, they were nationally relevant certainly a couple of years ago, but they haven't they haven't been able to sustain national relevance for a while, probably since Paul Hewitt was there, took him to the national title game, and, and we know Kremens was able to uh, accumulate talent. Um, how do you how do you try to get this program back to where it is nationally relevant consistently? Uh, the biggest the biggest thing and and being here at Tech is, I've just, I've tried to be really visible. So I've been out a lot. You know, again, like, I knew Atlanta, I knew a lot of people. Um, you know, I, you know, I think the presence is big. I think that's, that's, that for me is, that, that for me is huge in a city like this. Um, you know, I think that, you know, from a basketball standpoint and a style standpoint, you know, I, I want to play faster. Um, you know, I I really, you know, I really, I really believe in that, you know, we have to, we have to, uh, we have to be able to bring excitement to the gym. Yeah. And I think that's what people want to see. I think that's what players want to play in. I think my time in Boston changed me and it helped me a whole lot in a lot of different ways because there, there are things that don't translate, you know, from, from the NBA to the college, but there are a lot of things that do translate. And I think that what I learned about being in Boston and what I'm bringing here is man, it's not about five star, four star, whatever you want to Think about that kind of player. It's about what fits in the way you want, in the, in the way that you want to do things, you know. And I really believe in, you know, uh, now that I feel like I can get that kind of player, you know, um, you said it earlier, man. Damon Stoudemire, Khalid Reeves. I just feel like two really good guards. You start there, and my thing is, I'm all right with playing two point guards together. Like I'm telling everybody that. Like well, that's kind of what you guys like, were. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> like you were both scoring points, yeah. right? You were ahead of your time. Yeah, and that yeah. you both weren't your yeah. traditional point, yes. but Loot threw you together, and yes. you know what, man, it was fun to watch because yes. you guys yes. were electric. 
Yes, you know you you know my team will, will play fast. We'll shoot threes. Um, we'll 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 have inside presence as well. But I, I want two two downhill guards. I want to play with two point guards or two combo guards. Two guys interchangeable. You you know in order in order to be really good now, you know it's not one ball dominant guy anymore. That's not how the game is played. I want long wings, you know, long three and D type of guys, guys that can shoot it, guys that can attack four closeouts. Um, I want a big you could throw it to, you know, but I really want to play up tempo defensively. Um, you know, I want a rim presence. Um, you know, I want to get at, I want to get after guys on, on that end of the floor. It sounds um, like you're you know, describing, hey, it sounds like you're describing, you know, the Celtics, long, long versatile wings. <laughs> Rim presence. So Tatum, Robert Williams, Smart, Brogdon, White. Like, 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 come on, man. What are we putting together? Like the, the poor man's the college version here? Hey, well, if I can put together the poor man's the poor man's version, that's not a bad team. But no, no, it's, you'd be it's, fine. Hey, it's, 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 it, it is. It'll be it'll be a simulation of that. And then you gotta have toughness. Yes. You know, I think well, the, that's I what think, you and Khalid have. I go yeah. back to 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 you as a player. And Khalid is a player, and you guys are backward. As much as you could fill it up and you had talent, you know what you had? And, and it was West Coast and East Coast toughness. That was the that was the yeah. cool part of it. Is yeah. it wasn't like you had a dude from New York and a dude from Portland, and like you came yeah. together and you were two MFers. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean that's that's and that's kind of the way the way I see it. I feel like when you got when you got great guard play, um, they make everybody else better, you know what I mean. And you know, you 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 put you put guys out, you put guys out there on the floor that can complement that. And they and not only do they become better, they become more valuable as they move forward. I mean, I just that that's how I see it. I just I just feel like, um, you know, the way the game is played today, um, you know, you you even watch you watch you watch college, um, you know. You watch UConn winning it. Um, you know they have some pretty good guards. <laughs> you know? you better they, have good guards. Have big, you better. They have pretty. They have, they have good big, but, but they have some pretty good guards. Yep. You know what I mean? And so you know you look, you look, you look, and 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 you start right there. And I want, I want that to to be the pillar, the pillars of my team. And you know, uh, adding to that, you know the being able to be long and athletic and, you know, um, being able to switch and play multiple defenses and, and things of that nature. I mean, that's just kind of the way I see it. I'm excited. I mean, I, I, I you know, everywhere I've been in the city, they're excited. Um, you know, the, it's funny because, the you know, I hear, you know, a lot of coaches and, you know, it's kind of different in college now, right? But I was telling I was telling my staff earlier today, I was like, man, it reminds me of being in the pros right now. Right. You know, what I'm trying to teach my guys is, you know, yeah, we got to love on them. We got to, but you got to, you, you, you kind of got to be professional in college, That's right. That's you know, right. because, you know, like right now, here's the difference. I don't have 13 guys on campus right now. I have, I have, I have seven guys. You have a new team every have, year. Yeah, and then I and then I have and then I have I have a couple other guys finishing up work at other schools. You know, I still got another two scholarships. You know, Miles Kelly, he's, he's still in the draft. He ain't, you know, he, you know, still wavering. So I'm just saying, like, 
it's, no, it's, it's not like when when you played, right. you know, you might have a guy or two, right? They'd leave early. Maybe you'd have a guy down the end of the bench that would transfer. But right. but the core of your team was coming back, and the yep. coach knew. The coach yep. also knew who he was going to lose for the yep. most part going into the year. Yep. There might be a surprise here or there. Now yep. you almost have to expect you're going to lose. You could lose everybody in your roster, honestly. Yeah, you could, you could, and you have to, you know, you have to, you know, you know the ones that you want to keep, you got to recruit them as hard as the guys that you're trying to get. Yes. Are right, up underneath, are, are right up underneath your nose when you don't value somebody sitting at home base, somebody else valuing. That's right. So That's right. you just have, you know, you, but yeah, it's been, it's, it's been great. It's still, yeah. it, figuratively speaking, it's still early. I think just like 77 days on the job, but it's still early and, you know, uh, you know, really, but really looking forward to it, man. It's, it's a great opportunity for me, and I'm excited. Well, listen, uh, congrats. It, it sucks that you're not in Boston anymore, but I'll probably see you more now on, <laughs> on the recruiting trail than I saw you in no Boston, doubt. unfortunately. No, no doubt. You know, no we doubt. see each other a little bit before a game here or there, but uh, especially during COVID, all those regulations, I think they kicked my ass out when I tried to, you know <laughs> – get down too close to talk to you. You know, there's so many deals going on uh, during COVID when you were here. Uh, but congrats, man. I know how hard you've worked for this. Uh, I know you'll take advantage of it. And uh, I'm sure I'll see you plenty on the road. All right, Jeff, man. No doubt, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Always. Damon Stoudemire, new head coach, Georgia Tech. Uh, thanks for joining us. Field of 68.